Hey, listeners, before we get started, if you're enjoying these episodes, you can actually check them out on YouTube in full video. You can just search Honest Ecommerce and you'll get pulled right to our channel. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for all the updates. You can only do a job for the money for such for a defined period of time. After that, you've really got to do something that you're personally passionate about, that you really care about. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, I'm welcoming the show not one, but two founders. I love it when this happens. So today, I'm welcoming the show the co-founders of No Thank You, the brand leading the charge in honesty and transparency in CBD skincare. Graham and Zane, welcome to the show. Hey, Chase. How's it going? It's going fantastic. Hi, Chase. Thanks for having us. Alrighty. So quickly, let's just talk about the product itself. Just give it a quick kind of background so people really understand what kind of products you guys are bringing to market here. I can start. And then Zane, if I screw anything up, you can you can <laughs> fill in. The way I always talk about NTY is we are providers of ridiculously high quality CBD skincare products. And I say that because not all CBD skincare and certainly not all CBD is created equally. We're huge believers in the efficacy of CBD and skincare. And we'll talk about that when we talk a bit more about our products and the business. Um, but we have spent the last two years really nailing our formulations to be the absolute most effective they possibly can be. They're incredibly, incredibly potent anti-inflammatories, which have got a really great home in a skincare product. And we think we've got a really unique product in the skincare space. We're super, super excited about it. Absolutely. Zane, anything to add? No, I think Graham and I share a brain. He covered most of it. I think we've started, you know, we're focused on the anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties of CBD that we'll talk about in more detail. But, you know, our focus was to create the best of the products that we could. And hopefully that's what our audience and customer sees from us. Absolutely. All right. So take me back in time. So where where did this idea come from? What was going on? I'll take that one, Graham, if you want to add <laughs> to it then. Um, so, you know, no, thank you. Actually started as a passion project. Both Graham and I left uh, finance uh, back in like 2017. And Graham was in London at that time. I was already in LA. We're both native Californians. And, you know, as native Californians, we've always had some inclination towards THC and CBD, always been curious, always considered it a product, uh, an ingredient that is super effective. And how No Thank You came about is we both left finance and we started dabbling in CBD, I would say. We've always been fans of it. And, uh, you know, I had some experience working in product development after in a consumer product company after I left. Um, finance. And also I was helping my dad in the CBD and THC business on the family side. And there was something to look here. And I think the ingredient is super efficacious, as we said, but there was something more here that we wanted to explore. And Graham and I kind of put on our hats and said, let's just try it. Let's see what we could come up with. And it started unraveling. We started going on this journey where, you know, we knew that CBD was an anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, but how did it interact 
in a skincare product? What did it do? Like, what are some properties we could bring out together? Uh, you know, it's a great active to have in a skincare if and it calm it's um I would say, um, sorry, I'm gonna take this back a little. <laughs> um, just going back to so I say when we started creating this uh, idea of no thank you, we started creating the best of products that we could. We didn't think about the cost or we weren't thinking about running a business. We were thinking about creating the best CBD products we could and put it out there. And during that journey, we found out that, you know, there's actually a precursor to CBD called CBDA, which is an even more potent anti-inflammatory and antioxidant. How do we use that? in a skincare product and how do we take a deeper dive into it? And we started learning all these things about it. Uh, like there is CBD, full spectrum, broad spectrum, isolate, which is the best one. We are really research driven individuals. And if we were going to put anything out there and put our names behind it and our story behind it, we wanted to be 100% certain that these were the best products that we could create. And it did some... it filled a void in the market that wasn't there. People were putting out products or just sprinkling CBD on products and not really diving into the efficacy or functionality of the ingredient, but using it more for a trend basis. And that felt really unfair. And if you really dive into mine and Graham's personal stories, we've both been at a place where things didn't seem fair. And it kind of started connecting the product, the business to our story and what the brand stood for, what no thank you stood for. And everything started coming together one by one and started falling into p- in line. It's not something we started with and said, oh, here's an Excel sheet and here, this is what we're going to do. And this is what we're going to do next. Yes, we had a business plan eventually that we you know, developed over time. But a lot of it did come together because we were just curious about the ingredient. We wanted to do right by the ingredient and create products that weren't out there and do justice to it pretty much is where our headspace was when we started. Yeah. I mean, I think when we, when one thing to mention is when we first started this whole endeavor, we started talking about this, I want to say late 2017, early 2018. And we didn't really do anything for a little while. It was ideas like soup at that point. But this was in the time when, particularly in, in California, and you know, we both are, are in greater LA, you'd walk down the street and you'd see dispensaries, you'd see all these just CBD shops selling all kinds of CBD, whether it's skincare, ingestible or otherwise. And it was almost too much to handle. And we kind of said, okay, there's, there's obviously something here, but we want to do our research and figure out what really makes CBD a great ingredient. What was its potential use in skincare? And also, how do you tell the good stuff from the crap? And like, that's a huge, huge problem in this industry is there are so many different types of CBD out there. They're not all effective. And everything right now, even still today in 2022, is kind of mislabeled. Um, and there's a big consumer education piece that I think we have to go through uh, before people really, really understand what it is they're getting. Um, but certainly from the outset, our mission was we want to use the best of the absolute best, really try to educate people on how to look out for both what's in our products and also everything else, um, and really just put together the best possible product we could. And that's been our journey for the, I'm going to call it the first part of the first part of the company, you know, really focusing on the products and the ingredients. And that's something I feel that we both feel pretty good about. Absolutely. So how long would you say it was uh, that journey from like, you know, ideating on maybe this is something we should get into and, and maybe make a product here to you have a product in your hand. Maybe you're not selling it yet, but you've got a you've got a demo or or however you'd refer to it. 
okay, I would say that was at least a year, if not, if not more. And uh, it was a year from idea stage to like first draft of a product when we're first testing out a few different versions of the product that we ultimately might want to create. So the very first step we went through was, okay, let's do our, our market research and figure out how we fit in, figure out what kind of product we want to put together. Then, okay, we know, we know we're a, a skincare company. How many SKUs do we want? Do we, what's, what's the mix of like facial SKUs and body SKUs we want? Um, and then ultimately, it was interviewing formulators, finding people who had experience both in CBD and in skincare, which is actually pretty difficult to, to find. Like most people are one or the other. You find a bunch of, <laughs> I'm going to call them kind of like potheads who are really way into CBD, other cannabinoids, terpenes, but they've got no clue about skincare. Um, and there are a few that, that really know both. And we were fortunate enough to have found one that, that did and was able to marry both the skincare knowledge with the CBD knowledge. So we got our first draft of products, yeah, probably a year after that, that first idea stage. And then I would say we spent at least another six months really tinkering with the formulas to get what we wanted. And we also sent it out to about 100 people to test the products and give us feedback. That took another four or five months and made some changes from there. So I think we're very focused on making sure that it's not just Graham and I and the product developer in the lab creating products that we like, but we want to test it out in the market and make sure we get the consumer feedback um, before we kind of finally let it out loose in the market and really, really send the product out, which kind of shows in the reviews and all the feedback we've collected over the years because we're, we're really proud of what we've created. And I think, you know, that's a testament to all the hard work we put in and all the research we've done, but also everyone else that's come on the journey with us and tested the products, you know, not knowing what's in the jar to being like, oh, this really works. So that's been fun. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's always a uh, tendency for entrepreneurs or just people, tinkerers, creators, whatever is they are, they work on it too much, and you really don't know. Like, because if you're doing the same thing over and over, you start to believe in it, which is almost <laughs> just like bias because you're just so attached to it. You got to get out there. You got to show people and get real feedback. And so I think that that's a fantastic takeaway from your story that everyone should really know is just like stop working on it and go get feedback right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think that's not just in the product side. It's like every yeah. aspect of the business when you're developing the website or when you're creating your brand, go out and test it out because you can work on it for years and years and people might not react the way you think. So I think testing, A-B testing, or however you test your products or branding or ads, like just do it little by little and get the feedback. And it doesn't mean like if someone, if one person tells you to change something, you should just rip everything apart and change it. You have your conviction about things. You have your gut feelings about things. You want to stick to it, but take those that feedback into consideration as you evolve because it's all about evolving constantly and changing and pivoting as a small business. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to use the word noodling because I'm hungry. So you were noodling for a year on 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 kind of this idea, and you're and you're coming up with the concept. You know, skincare, CBD. You know, and then you you've got a, a product in hand that you're testing, and then for, and is it about another year of iterations upon that product before you're about to go to market? Yeah, it's another year of both product iteration and also branding iteration. We had a couple of early early ideas around how we wanted to brand this and market it completely turned away from some of those um, when we when we did a bit more work and figured out how we how we really wanted to pitch this to the consumer. Um, it took us a hot second to come up with the name no thank you. I mean actually that was a that was a group effort both 
both the two of us and also our head graphic designer and and branding person, well, branding agency. Um, it kind of it kind of came in the middle of the night, and we all said, "Okay, does this does this actually make sense? Like, do we want to take this chance and name ourselves No Thank You?" And we took a couple of weeks to think about it because it is it is a little bit out there. And and by the way, I mean, we should explain what we're saying. No, thank you too. Which first and foremost is all the frankly the the BS in the skincare space, whether it's the the lack of transparency, the false promises, uh, the unhealthy stereotypes. We're here to cut through the crap and say and say no to all that. So that's that's really the the genesis of the name. Um, but it does it does take some people back, and they're like, "This is this is quirky. This is interesting." Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what we came back to is whether you like it or you don't, it's pretty memorable. It sticks out, and I think that's probably the best thing we can hope for as a new brand. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, maybe Electric Eye can help. Our team has helped our clients generate millions of dollars in additional revenue through our unique brand scaling framework. You can learn more about our agency at electriceye.io. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E.io. Mesa is the easy-to-use answer for automating the everyday challenges of running a Shopify store. Find more aha moments when you're spending less time in the weeds and can focus on the bigger picture. With automations, you have all the power of code without the learning curve. You can easily customize how Shopify and your apps work with one-click integrations. From auto-tagging orders to sending order details to a Shopify customer database, Mesa connects your data where it's needed most. To put it quite simply, Mesa is a better way to work. So find your peace of mind and kick up your feet with a simplified workload to manage the everyday stress of running your Shopify store. Search for Mesa, that's M-E-S-A, in the Shopify App Store and download the app today. Free plan available with a no-cost setup included. Our partner Rewind can protect your e-commerce store by automatically backing up your business critical data. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Trusted by over 100,000 businesses, from side hustles to the biggest online retailers like Nix, Paul Mitchell, and Pampers. Best of all, visit rewind.com slash honest e-commerce to get your first month absolutely free. That's rewind.com slash honest e-commerce. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up your free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com slash honest. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. That's amazing. I feel like we're kindred spirits here because <laughs> the podcast name comes from us cutting through the bullshit of, you know, liars out here, get rich quick, drop ship, now you got Ferrari type stuff. It's like, no, I'm <laughs> asking you guys the real stuff and you're laying it on and I've got some tough questions to follow things up with. All right. All right. Well, let's do it. CBD 
And the way that it's regulated federally is a pain in the butt, especially with financing. So talk about some of the downsides to launching a CBD brand, especially when it comes around with payment providers. Yeah. I mean, there are there are a lot of downsides to getting in this business. Um, the good news, by the way, is it's all getting a little bit better every day, every week, every month. Um, but it's still, it still has got a lot of challenges. So as you mentioned, finance, finance is a big one, but it's getting easier to deal with. So the biggest problem we had was getting a credit card processor that would accept our payments. The biggest one out there that everybody seems to use in the world, Stripe, just says, I'm not doing CBD. I mean, we find this a lot both in payments and also in advertising. Even though CBD is totally federally legal, it's just not a big enough category for the really big guys to care about it. And it's too easy for them to say, I'm just not even going to touch it. Yeah, it's too close to THC in their mind. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's still a lot of... And by the way, this is... Any vice product. So we're talking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. They all get hit with it. Right? (laughs) Vice products. (laughs) I mean, the number of ads we've had rejected on Facebook for unsafe substances when we're showing a picture of like a lip balm is like too too high to count. (laughs) We're finally figuring a way around it, but it's it's taken some time. So I would say finance. Finance is a big one, but I do think that's getting easier. Um, both from a payment side and also an investment from the investment side of things. There are a lot more cannabis focused uh, like VC funds. So there's capital out there that understands this space a little bit and it's getting a little bit easier. Um, I kind of touched on marketing. That has been a challenge. Facebook is open-ish to CBD, but you've got to do the advertising in a very, very specific way. Uh, We're fortunate enough that we just started working with the nation's largest CBD advertising firm on Facebook. So now we can finally get our ads approved and we we actually have a better idea of what we need to put in terms of content to get them out there. Um, but Google is still a no-go. Um, and there there are a lot of tricks that you have to you have to play and a lot of hoops you have to jump through to try to get your ads approved. So whether that is using ads that are just focused on education and really not trying to sell anything at all, whether that's creating an entirely like a carbon copy version of your website that just talks about hemp instead of CBD. Um, there, there are all these little like tricks that you kind of learn after you've been through this business for a little while, um, and you can you can make it work. But it's like it's at least double the amount of work for any other ecom business. I feel like just because there's so much stuff to think about. I would also add that you know there was all already a first iteration of CBD 1.0 products that you know as Graham mentioned, there are a lot of potheads who thought they could get into consumer product business. They created some product. Maybe they weren't backed up by science. They weren't backed up by research. They were just sprinkling CBD. There wasn't really... There's so much misinformation and like, you know, hocus pocus going around on consumers in this space that there's been a little bit of mistrust, a little bit of loss. People that weren't really business focused or business operators that came into this space and kind of just like ruined it. But I think right now we're getting through that mess as well and getting people to trust the ingredient again, educating them about it, getting them, you know, getting people who have invested come back and invest and really do the diligence rather than just throwing money around. So you're seeing this like second round and second iteration in the finance space, both from a consumer standpoint, from a financing partner standpoint. And I think all of us are just learning and doing even the extra work to make sure what they're putting money behind works. And I think the products or the brands that do have quality products that do work will prevail this round, this go around. But there are still some that think this is an easy money, just, you know, 
come out with a product, make it big and come out, you know, and sell it or whatever they're thinking. I think that's in any industry, but it's, it's seems to be way more prevalent here. I've got horror stories of conversations and they're not horror stories. It's just like I get on the phone and I can quickly identify what people are trying to do. And I'm just like, is this, is this like cash grab? Yeah. If so, here's some free advice, but I'm not interested in that, that play. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I, yeah, I will say CBD is one of them where we're, you know, I get on the phone and within the first 10 minutes I go, Hey, you know that like, this is going to be twice the work, whatever we do because of your industry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's not me trying to fleece you. It is, that's the choose, chosen industry and that's the realities of your business. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I'm the first person that tells people that, they just, you know, they're, they're not receptive of it because they don't understand the challenges that you guys are laying out here. It is. It is extremely difficult. And I think the first iteration has made it hard. But but I think just showing up on a day-to-day business, we truly do believe in what we're selling and our brand, what we stand for. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why we show up every day and we've been doing this and pushing, you know, it's pushing that boulder uphill. That's what we're doing. And when you see folks like who are just sprinkling CBD or putting CBD or putting whatever else they're in their product to sell it as a CBD, it, it's extremely frustrating. So I'm glad you're out there policing these people and putting them in their space. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to. Sorry, we jumped around a lot here. Let's get back to the... I'm trying to paint a story arc here. So <laughs> you guys have this product and you're happy with it. Let's skip ahead a little bit here. How did you get your first customers? What, what was that like? How were you out there marketing this thing? So the the way we first started was testing everything with you know, we started with our friends and family, pushed out to extended friends and family. And the very, very first customers in the business, we really got through organic word of mouth. I think because advertising in this space, or because paid advertising rather, is so tricky, everything early on really has to be organic. So we did that both through our own networks. But as anyone knows, you run out of that pretty quickly. So you can't, you can't rely on your friends and family to make a business out of. So you got to figure out what's next. So for us, it was all about so at this at this point, we can do almost whatever we want in terms of organic social media, so unpaid. We can talk about CBD, we can talk about its benefits, we can talk about our brand, our products, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of our early efforts were really focused on social media and influencer recruitment. Influencers, I've got such mixed emotions about overall. Some of them are amazing, some of them are harder to work with. Sometimes they're just really hard to find. You've got to find the right ones who have got a really engaged audience. Fortunately, we found early on we identified a couple that that kind of came through our extended network again, and we had really good luck with them pushing some of our products out. Uh, we we set up affiliate programs with all of them, and then we started to grow that program over time. Then the next step for us was really layering in the paid advertising side of things. As soon as we figured out. How can we actually execute this paid ad strategy in this really like weird world where not everything gets approved? So we're we're finally figuring that out, and it's really it's really great to be in that position. But it's a it's a lot of work. Um, and to your point before, like anyone who's thinking about getting into this space, I cannot tell you enough that you've got to do it with your eyes wide open and know exactly what the challenges are going to be because there there are a few for sure. Defining defining your target audience and using that as your North Star, which took us some time to develop. And even though you might be right or wrong, but having a direction you're going in and speaking to that audience and, you know, gravitating towards them and by getting them on board as your fans, 
are going to help you. Either you're going to find out that is your target audience or that's not. You've missed it by a lot, but you're speaking to someone and making them a community. I think that's very important as you start gaining customers. And then I think because we were in COVID, we didn't have that much of an opportunity to do that at that time, but we're doing more of like showing up to events, showing up to local events, local small business events, supporting other small businesses, figuring out how you can partner with them and layer, layering that on, on top of our marketing strategy to help us grow. Absolutely. No, that's all fantastic advice. Uh, something that I've heard on previous episodes uh, from people in similar spaces was emails playing a big component in their marketing strategy as well. Are you guys seeing the same results? We are. I mean, it's been it's tougher for us to, or it, it has been tougher for us to grow our email list because we've had to do it all organically. You know, now now that we can finally play in the paid space, we're doing a lot more paid email you know, email collection efforts as well. Yeah. Um, but certainly what we found is as soon as as soon as you get a customer through the door, then marketing to them through email is so much easier than anything you can do on the paid social side because well, one, you're free to do whatever you want as long as you don't piss them off. So, you know, finding that right cadence of enough emails but not too many is is you know kind of a tricky thing to do sometimes. Um, we also want to make sure we've got the right balance of both sales, sales emails, but also educational and informational emails. So we're we're now at the point where we're putting out at least a blog post, if not more, every week. We send an email announcement about that. Um, so people get a nice mix of you know what we think is some I, I think some really interesting educational content about not just CBD skincare, but how CBD works, how it interplays with other active ingredients that not that many people talk about because there are so many people just putting CBD in products for CBD's sake, um, and we're really here to say no thanks to all that. Now, is there anything about the journey that I forgot to ask you about that you think would resonate with our audience? Well, the thing I would say to that is both well, both Zane and I worked together in finance for a long time. That's ac- that's actually how we met. We be- we both became best friends when we were both living in Lon- London together. Like my background is, I grew up in LA. Started working for uh, if I don't know what the the average age of the audience is here, but if people remember Lehman Brothers, that bank that famously went bust. That was my first job out of college. And then Zane and I spent a decade working together at an LA-based investment firm. And that was such a powerful experience for me in the sense that I learned so much about how to get stuff done, what makes a business tick. It was a great, great training ground. But it also started to like eat away at my soul a little bit. And I think the best advice I would give to somebody is you can only do a job for the money for such for a defined period of time. After that, you've really got to do something that you're personally passionate about, that you really care about, um, and also doing it with people you like. Like one of the best things I get to do is show up with Zane every day. And even though we're not in a physical office, we're talking together every day. We're friends, we're colleagues. Uh, because we work together such a long time, we like share a brain, and we're almost always on the same page. And it's just a lot of fun. It's way more fun than we did before. I would just add, yeah, it's important who you pick you go on this journey with because it's all consuming. It's like having a family and the business becomes your baby. Like just make sure whoever you pick on this journey, you have fun with them. You can do conflict resolution. You can be honest and it's really hard, but also balancing and making sure your friendship is intact at the end of all of this. And, you know, Graham and I have both personally been through, I mean, like everyone else in, in this world has been through tough times the last two years during COVID. And I think having a partner that I could trust has helped me sleep at night. So I'm not totally crazy and anxious all the time, which I was when I was in finance. So I think it's very important to have a peace of mind and pick the right partner during that process. 
Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with the working with the right people. And it's honestly, uh, I was lucky to find a good business partner as myself. But I think some of my, the greatest advice I got when we were first starting out is plan for the divorce before it even gets started. It's like, exactly. honestly, it's like you're getting married to somebody. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. So we talked all about these amazing products. You guys clearly have passion for it and just so much knowledge about it. For those that are curious to check out the products themselves, where should they go? Well, first of all, I would recommend people go to our website at nty.co. Also, check out our social. Instagram is the main one right now. Also, at nty.co. There, we have not just information on the products, but I'd also encourage people to spend some time on our science section where we go into all of the detail on one, why CBD is a great skincare ingredient, and two, the different types of CBD, why we use what we use in particular, and also what to look out for as a consumer. Because whether you're buying our products or someone else's, we want to help arm our customers with the information they need to make an informed decision. Um, This is still a space with so much misinformation, so much mislabeling, By the way, just because something on the cover or on the jar says full spectrum CBD, it does not mean that's what's inside. As a customer today, everyone's making their job, everyone's making your job as a customer really tough because you've got to literally download the lab report and read it. Otherwise, you have no idea. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give people the information they need to make an informed decision. Absolutely. Zane, Graham, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having us. Chase, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business. You can find all the links in the show notes. Make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.